Gay in America is an oral history podcast sharing experiences of gay people from all orientations, backgrounds, and ages in America. Our goal is to inspire each other to live our best gay lives and help us all understand that our shared experiences unite us as a community. Hi, this is Robert, and we're kicking off the Gay in America podcast with our first interview this week. It's been challenging to find someone who is willing to go first, so I'm really grateful to Nathan for being brave enough to be the first guest. Nathan is a 22-year-old gay college student from Knoxville, Tennessee, who came out pretty early in his life. He says he's on a mission to become a dentist, get married, have children, and live in a big house. After several dating relationships, he may be close to his goal with his current boyfriend, Kyle. We talked to the senior University of Tennessee cheerleader about his gay experiences in June 2023 at our studio in Maryville, Tennessee. Here's his story. I'm Nathan, I'm 22, and I was born in Knoxville, Tennessee, and I was raised in Maryville, Tennessee. Yeah, I'm a student. I will, I'll be a senior in the fall. I also work at Lululemon, and my first three years of college, I was a UT cheerleader. Nathan admitted he became aware he was different from other boys as early as kindergarten, but he also admitted to not fully understanding what it meant to be gay until much later. I knew from a very young age that I liked guys. I knew right before kindergarten that I was just like somehow attracted to them and I wanted to be best friends with the girls. I was aware that I was gay when I started seeing things like the Macklemore music video come out about his song being gay and just like things like it was kind of like the wave of a lot of people coming out and YouTube videos of coming out stories. I loved watching those. I was really fine with it. I never had any like denial or anything about it. His mother had a huge impact on Nathan. She encouraged her children to be in charge of their lives, but also provided a strong moral foundation to help them decide for themselves how to proceed through life. Also, one of her best friends is gay, and he provided Nathan with a role model for what a healthy relationship could look like. My mom was a single mom, and she raised us to just be very, like, unapologetic. She's always told us, like, this is our life, and we only have one. She made her mistakes in life, and she was like, I know who I am. I don't need to prove anything to anybody, and I just gotta be me. I kind of ran with that, too. His mother seemed to be open to different perspectives, and although Nathan said his extended family is actively conservative Republican, they have accepted him as being gay. My mom is very, very Christian, like super Jesus lady, loves loves her some Bible. I wouldn't say church. She's not very big on church, but she's very big on like God and being a Christian. But she's always had so many friends that are, are not. She's had friends from different backgrounds, and I think that helped too, knowing like her best friend was gay and like being exposed to that. Not that it like swayed me in any, way, any other way, just knowing that I could talk about it or I, I knew it wasn't the end of the world. I saw his life and... His very, her best friend had a very cool life that I thought I would want one day. My mom's side of the family is very red, very conservative. My grandfather's 
the mayor of Gatlinburg. He, my aunt works for Marshall Black, or just stopped work, working for Marshall Blackburn. And so very Republican, but they're also very laid back and they also don't really care what anybody does. I first came out to my childhood friend, Savannah. She lived across the street from me. We grew up together and one night we were just in her front yard we were playing a game of like truth or dare, but it was really just truth or truth. We were talking about who we had crushes on. I refused to answer who it was, and I had made her guess, and we guessed for about 30 minutes. Finally, she was like, is it a guy? And I was like, yeah. She didn't like skip a beat, asking who the neighborhood guy friends it would be, and that was the first person I told. And then the neighbor next door to her, the same. it was the same sort of deal. I was like, that was kind of easy, so I'll just do that again. And I told her it's kind of the same way. Coming out to his two best friends was easy, but he said coming out to his mother and stepfather was a little more stressful. Coming out to my mom wasn't planned. I had gotten into an argument with one of my friends back in seventh grade. My mom and I were in the car and my friend and I were texting back and forth. And she was like, just hand me the phone. Like, I'll, I'll respond to it. Like, I'll come up with like something to say back to him. But in that further up in her text, we had talked about me being gay and I was like, no, it's fine. That I was not very nonchalant. So she thought I was hiding something. And I guess she thought I was doing something bad. I don't know what she thought I was getting into in seventh grade, but she was very sus and she wanted to go through my phone to see what I was doing. But I like insisted no. And it died down for about a week until we were at home and all the brothers and my mom were in my little brother's room. He was getting grilled <laughs> about something. I don't even remember what it was, but he deflected and said, well, Nathan's hiding something on his phone. My heart sank and I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not really like hiding anything bad. The whole co conversation shifted over to me and my mom was like, yeah, so what are you hiding? Let's see your phone. And I still refused, no full panic survival mode. So she was like, okay, then give me your phone, you're grounded. <laughs> Wasn't worth it. So I was like, okay, fine, I'll tell you. <laughs> as attached to my phone as I was. I was like, okay, well, I'll tell you in my room because two of my brothers were in there. And then I think my stepdad had come into the room at some point. And I was like, this is a bit of an audience. So I was like, I'll tell you alone. And so we sat in my room. She sat on my bed. I was on the edge of my bed and I think we went back and forth for about an hour of her being like, what is it? Or just open your phone or like something. Finally, I was like, I think I mumbled like, I like guys. Then I started bursting out crying just cause like, I didn't want to say it right then. I don't know why, just, I didn't want, I didn't want to be forced to say it. She, her first response was, is that it? Like, as if she was annoying. And I said, yeah, through like my wailing, I was still crying hysterically. The next thing she said was what like made me so upset is when she said, I just wanna let you know this will make things in your future harder. I didn't need to hear that, of course. Like there are a million things going through my head and that wasn't the time that I needed to hear that. And the fact that that was the first thing she said hurt me and I didn't end up talking to her for about three days after that, even though she was fine. She just, I guess she just felt the need to say that. I like kicked her out of my room and she was like texting me. She's like, I love you. You'll always be my son. 
And my stepdad, he was, of course, as soon as we met, he always assumed. He was like so excited. He was like, finally, like I've been waiting for you to say something. And I didn't even want to tell him, <laughs> even though I didn't care what he thought or that he would, I didn't think he would judge me. But I remember that car ride, we were going to dinner. As soon, like that night that I actually started talking to my mom again. And he was like, so do you have a boyfriend? And I was like, no. And his response was, well, how do you know you're gay? And I was like, how'd you know I was gay? <laughs> my mom and I were inseparable since I was like tiny. And he always just assumed. I think it was kind of obvious. I grew up with two other brothers. We were all polar opposites. He had seen pictures of me when I was little with the high heels and the painted nails. And a couple years ago, I looked back at the pictures of when my brother was born. And I was on the bed holding him, still really, really young. And I I looked closer to the picture and my toenails and my fingernails were painted. And I was like, I didn't even know I did that when I was that young. Three and a half with painted nails. Nathan's older and younger brothers also took the news pretty well, but it did change the nature of their relationship. So I didn't tell my older brother Dawson. For I didn't tell him at all. Never really came out to him. My stepdad actually told him. We used to be like sworn enemies. I always, when I was really young, he was just like the big older bully brother. We were always getting into fights. We were just sworn enemies. And then all of a sudden, one day, he started acting completely different. And he was really nice. And we were all of a sudden best friends. And I never knew why that switch happened. I just knew now all of a sudden it's him and me against Noah, the younger brother. We were the best friends. And then about a year after that, like I noticed that switch, he told me that my stepdad told him. And he was like, it all made more sense. He was like, I gave you a lot of shit for a lot of things you did. Because I, w- I was more like, I was a brat. I was a lot more standoffish. I didn't want to do any of the same things they wanted to do. So he just saw me as like the annoying little brother. I had a lot of friends in his work that he knew were gay. And he would talk to them about it. And he would like get their point of view. And he was like, I've never thought of things like that. But his younger brother had struggles Nathan wasn't even aware of until much later. He never really acknowledged it. He never approved or disapproved. He was just kind of like silent. He also knew my mom's best friend who was gay and loved him. We've known him since we were young and he's always just been like our uncle. So he was never like homophobic or like uncomfortable with gay people. But I think the biggest problem for him was what other people said to him about me. And he grew up playing football. He would always play up. So like he was always with people like my age. We always hung around the same people. Some of the people would say like things to him just to like get under his skin and it would hurt him. He's not embarrassed by it, but it was like just a, another way people could get at him for something. And so I, I didn't know that until years later, until about my junior year of high school, that people would say things to him about it. And they wouldn't, I've no, no one's ever said anything to me. No one's ever, I've never really been like bullied. No one's ever like said anything to my face. So that's why I was kind of taken back and shocked that people were saying stuff to him. You would think the gay kid would get some of the backlash, but it was my little brother, my straight little brother who played football. Nathan's first gay crush came early, but it was pretty innocent. My first crush was in kindergarten. My uncle is actually two years older than me. His best friend 
he was i just thought he was cute for some reason and he was always with my uncle I, even as we were getting older i was like that was still a good first crush that was i had good taste back then too his first gay experience was also pretty innocent my first gay experience may have been when i was like in fourth grade and it was a neighborhood kid and we had a sleepover and somebody had the idea to like spin the bottle and it was like three of us so it was really just like trying things out and we ended up kissing for more than a couple seconds that was kind of the end of it we never really talked about it again we grew up and he was super straight into cars it was just funny to look back on during his senior year of high school nathan connected with his first real boyfriend and described the relationship as being very positive unfortunately he also learned that not every family is as accepting of their gay child as his family was. I had my first kiss senior year. Like, never talked to anybody really until my going into my senior year. It was like an actual relationship. We would go out to eat. We would do all the little things all my friends would do growing up. And then all of a sudden I was doing it. And he was a really good guy. Or he came out to his family, but they weren't accepting. We had to not sneak around, but when we were hanging out, he was hanging out with a friend. That was the only thing, but it was like the first relationship and it was very healthy. We met through a mutual friend and I saw him on some, one of my friend's Snapchat stories. Of course, I had to slide up and I was like, who is this? And then he saw me on their story and they had tagged me and he added me. And then we started Snapchatting and then we hung out. Meeting for the first time, I was very nervous just because I'd never talked to anybody. I never really got on a date. And we actually met at the drive-in. So I showed up to the drive-in to meet him, and he was already with some friends, but we were hanging out. And I, growing up, I could never stay out past 10.30. So it was like a big deal that I could come home at like 2.30 in the morning. So it was a great night, good summer night. <laughs> so he was a year ahead of me, and he was going to college down at Emory in Atlanta. I was gonna be a senior. It lasted about four months. It was just wasn't gonna work when I was in high school and he was down in Atlanta. With one good first gay experience under his belt, Nathan graduated high school and began attending the University of Tennessee, Knoxville, where his friend encouraged him to make a Tinder profile. He found a boyfriend. Unfortunately, a few realities of life got in the way. I would have never got on Tinder while I was in high school. Just I never wanted somebody to see me just because I was like, that's just weird. And then one day my friend made me make an account. She's like, it's my favorite game. You have to make one with me. And I was like, okay, fine. You just like swipe through. It was like a game. I ended up in a relationship with someone who was a senior while I was a freshman who went to Kentucky. We matched and he had messaged me. And then he was like, I'll come down and meet you. I was like, oh gosh, that's a little much, but okay. And he drove down. We dated from November of my freshman year to May of freshman year. And that was, it was a lot. Being a cheerleader, it, was, it had a busy schedule and we would have practice three days a week. And then we would have a, if it was fall, we would have a football game on Saturday. And then Sunday was when I did all my homework. It was the only really time I could get everything done. It didn't leave very much time for a boyfriend to come down from Kentucky and s spend the weekend with you. 
it was a lot. It was good, but he, we were just in very different spots because I had just gotten to school, never really been with anybody, and he was graduating, about to start his life. I wasn't ready to get married yet. <laughs> it had to come to an end. His next attempt at a relationship was a little more complicated. Once again, a few hard realities got in the way. Shortly after, I started hanging out with this other guy who actually went to UT. It was a lot more complicated than my first relationship because he was very much in denial about a lot of stuff. We would sleep over, we would hook up, and he would still say that he, was, he wasn't gay. He wasn't fully straight, but he wasn't gay. I remember telling one of my friends, I was like, this is may not be good, but this is going to end up lasting a really long time. And it kind of has. He was a junior when I was a freshman. He was so in denial. I felt so strongly for him. And then now the roles are like, I'm not in denial, but in a way that's like reversed where he's feels very strongly for me. He already has a job lined up. He's moving. He just did grad school. He's coming off, moving away. And I'm like, I shouldn't have to give up everything just because all of a sudden now you see things how I saw it back then. And so, no, we're not together anymore. Now with a better understanding of what he wanted in a relationship, Nathan met Kyle. I am with someone now. I'm with Kyle. He is my year. We'll both be seniors at UT. We met at a frat party. He knew somebody I knew at the party, and I was talking to that girl, and he came up to us. And from then on, we just kept talking. We ended up started, We ended up dating starting in January of our sophomore year, and he was still in the closet. And I was all fun and all, until it wasn't. And I was like, this is just not what I wanted. We would get in arguments because of that stuff. And finally, I was like, this just like isn't really working. We broke up. I ended up seeing some, or I ended up dating someone from Alabama. After a year, he ended up cheating on me, and we broke up. Conveniently, right as that happened, the Kyle said that he still felt the same way, and he had actually recently come out to a lot of his close friends. And then we started hanging out again because it was never, it never like ended badly. We stayed friends. It was. It was still good. I was open to the idea of hanging out with him again. So we did. And now he's pretty much out to everyone. I'm on, I'm on the Instagram. I'm, we go out together. We go to, we're everywhere together. I'm friends with all his friends. He's friends with my friends. I mean, every good experience has some bad stories to it too. Kyle, although he's out, there's been some arguments about like, functions like date parties and his formal and just things like that yeah i'm still in the middle of all that right now it's not very it's not even like settled or anything it's still an open discussion on the whole nathan agrees he's had a pretty good gay in america experience but there are a few things about being gay in east tennessee that frustrate him what i don't like about being gay is walking around town or out in public and the person that i'm with looking around before like they kiss me or second guessing like holding hands or if i go out to lunch with a girl they assume that we're on the same ticket and if i say that we're separate they look at me sideways 
or when they vice versa when I'm out to lunch with my boyfriend and they put it on too we're on one just it's really just the assumptions which I guess that just comes with growing up in East Tennessee it just depends on where you are What does the future hold for this young couple? Well, Nathan has some ideas for how he wants it to turn out. I want to go to dental school and I want to go into cosmetic dentistry. I want the husband, two to three kids, the big house, got the the three kids' names all picked out and everything. (laughs) And Nathan has some advice for others who are trying to figure out the best way to get through life. I put a lot of trust in my friends, you know, I really just bounce ideas off of them because I feel like I've surrounded myself with really good people who also have a good head on their shoulders and I feel like they have really good judgment and I'm very aware that I might not have the best judgment at the moment or like a little bit clouded. So I would say just surround yourself with the best people. Have really good mentors. I'm best friends with my mom. tell her everything. I was like, when I don't come home for a while, I start to get lost. I just get more stressed and I don't know what to do. Like there's so many decisions. You make so many decisions a day. And I just think it's really good to surround yourself with people that know what they're doing, or at least seem like they know what they're doing and just trusting yourself. This podcast is produced by me at Open Roads Media LLC and features new episodes each month. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and share with your friends. Leaving positive reviews helps a lot more than you think it does. And we do love hearing from you. Tell us how this podcast has impacted your life. Go to our website where you can drop us a voice message. We may include it in a future episode of Gay in America. Thank you so much for listening to the Gay in America podcast and keep coming back for more inspiring stories about being gay in America.